Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Diane. And I'm Colin Shotgun. My name is Pete. Ooh, nice. That is on theme. That's usually the point. So what are we going to be talking about today? We are going to be talking about road trips. Oh yeah, we've been on a few ourselves together Mm -hmm. and also separately. So Mm -hmm. we will investigate that later in the show. Definitely. But first, like always, let us talk about our last week or maybe the previous weeks. Uh Uh-huh. Anything new? I think it's important that we do a Raptors update. Yes, we should, because we just saw basically the end of the second round finals. This is the best, historically, the Toronto Raptors have ever done. Yeah, franchise record. Yeah. Ah. So uh, the Raptors in the first round played Indiana. Indiana Pacers, Almost liked on that. And we beat them four to three. Very close. Went Down to, to the wire. Seven games. As it always seems to be. Yeah. We thought we would close it out there a couple of times, but did not. Not quite. But I think that Toronto fans were pretty excited because the past few years we've gotten to the playoffs and haven't really done very well at all. True. So we finally got to game seven. We won. Moving on uh, to play the Miami Heat. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Dwayne. And the weirdest uh, spelling, that guy. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, 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 Grat. Oh, Gor- Gorgon. <laughs> Gorgon Dragic. 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 Yeah. He's yeah. pretty good. Point guard. Yeah, he was. He was really rocking. Mm-hmm. I think he was more of a postseason player than uh, during the season. They really surprised him. Interesting. So again, uh, we had home court advantage, and we pushed it to seven games again. Yeah, it was. I was really conflicted about that. There was a couple of things I'll touch on. One thing I want to remember, and this as a podcast, as a timepiece, it'll be fun to go back to this and remember. But I found it really interesting. I think it was uh, game two, one of the home games in Toronto, mm-hmm. or possibly was in Miami, but they were playing both of the national anthems. Mm. And they were playing the Canadian national anthem, and uh, Dwayne Wade was resuming his practice. He was taking shots and just sort of b-balling while the anthem was going on, while the rest of his team and all of the Raptors were standing still and like doing their whatever thing they do during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. And he was totally like, hey, I'm just, just shooting my shots. Yep, I have a and, warm-up to continue. And then when he was challenged by the media, it's like, what was that about? His mm-hmm. response was just... I have a warm-up routine and... It is true that I think a schedule got mixed up with the playing of the anthems and when the teams got brought out. Mm-hmm. So his warm-up was cut short or whatnot, and he needed to continue and finish it because I'm a professional athlete and the world revolves around me. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty disrespectful. <laughs> I think it was in Miami because I think we would have booed the crap out of him if it had been at the ACC. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Pretty sure it was game three or four. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of weird. Um, so yeah, second series against Miami. Uh, it was also kind of interesting because Chris Bosh was once a uh, Toronto Raptor. He's now on Miami Heat. He was not playing this series. He's injured or something. Mm-hmm. I saw him. I only saw him in the roster in a suit at Miami games. It didn't okay. look like he came to Toronto. Yeah, maybe not. Which might have been a good call on his part. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I I don't remember seeing him. And uh, yeah, it looked like. It looked like anyone's game for the longest time. I really didn't know. We did watch a couple of games, and the Raptors would be up by 15 points, which is quite a large margin for basketball. And then you turn around, and 
They're back to within one or they lost or it was close. And it's like, ah, Raptors, close the deal. So although I'm a fan and and, well, I'm a fan of basketball more than anything. um, I'm I'm happy that we have a team that has gone this far. Mm -hmm. I am a bit of a realist and I, I don't see them going beyond this. Yeah, Cleveland's pretty I good I really just, I would love it if they would win a game. <laughs> oh, I think they're going to bring it pretty good at home. You think? I think they can challenge them. Okay, I hope so. I think so. Or at least give them a real good run for their money. Because uh, so far, know. just let yeah. me throw this at Sorry. you. So far, Cleveland like swept the first round 4 nothing, mm-hmm. and the second round 4-1. to one. So mm-hmm. like, they're just taking it. They're they are. taking it to the guys. And they've also just had a real long break then. Yeah, they're well rested. Mm-hmm. Or out, of, out practice. of practice. Yeah, right. Of course, they'd be practicing. Well, they'll be practicing, but game situations they haven't had for a while. Yeah, true. Well, none of their guys will be injured as much as our guys. That's true. You know, there's pros and cons. I feel like when I play sports, sometimes having that buy or having that break is not always ideal. You get cold. You forget stuff. You're not in a flow. Yeah, this is something that you so, were just doing as well. This is new this week. You started up hockey again. Yes. And you were doing frisbee over the spring, right? Um, well, like over the last yeah. month when hockey took a break and you were saying mm-hmm. some of the other players seemed sluggish, right? Yes. And I I wasn't feeling it as much. I didn't do as much activity as I wanted to because frisbee and hockey finished at the same time pretty much. Mm. But I got my bike out, tuned it up. So I've been trying to go for some bike rides and really pushing my legs and my cardiovascular system so i wouldn't be too out of breath and i held my own pretty good yeah but it could be could be better and i'm gonna start frisbee next week so that'll be a real test as well mm-hmm. you're just gonna have ginormous yeah. thighs uh yes this is the time of year where i fill out my pants nicely <laughs> fill out your pants that's one way to put it <laughs> Um, what else is new? Uh, we saw a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that was this week, right? On Tuesday. Yeah, on Tuesday. We went to the VIP again, which uh, we strongly recommend if you are without children. It is good fun. And were they only $15 on Tuesday? They were only $15. So I think they're cheaper on Tuesday. Oh, that was a Tuesday even thing? The, even the VIPs. Okay, yep. well. So that's pretty cool. It was a pretty full theater. We went to see the new Captain America or slash new Avengers movie, basically. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Every character was in it. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I wouldn't say that there was a... I guess the story focused around Captain America and maybe followed a previous plot of a Captain America movie, but I didn't feel like... I felt everyone was involved in this story. Yeah, and it just became much much like any time Robert Downey Jr. is in a project, it became about him, too. Yeah. He became like a co-lead. It's it not was, like he yeah. was a supporting character. It was like, oh, it was about me too. Pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, very intense. Very awesome movie. But great. I recommend it. And I don't think we should say anything else so we don't spoil it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but let's just talk briefly about how horrible 3D movies are. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> we accidentally bought a 3D movie pass. Yeah, I didn't know that VIP did 3D movies. So this is something else I'm going to need to look look after because uh the last vip movie we saw was star wars and that was pretty close to when it came out so i'm like we usually have to wait a few months before 
you know, 3D goes away and you can see a 2D version mm-hmm. of like, a, mm-hmm. especially like an animation, a Pixar movie, DreamWorks, whatever. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time for them to get that 3D out of their system and just run it properly. Mm-hmm. But uh, for Star Wars, we were able to get a 2D showing in the VIP theater. So I just assumed, you know, because of the size of the screen or I don't know, maybe the audience that maybe 3D was not something they were pushing there. But mm-hmm. whoops, that's something else to look for. You got so many... I don't know, it's like ordering a Happy Meal now. There's just so many sides and <laughs> do you want lettuce with this and 3D? Here, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say the action sequences were odd in 3D. Yeah, so I don't understand what's going on here because there's this weird parallel thing going on where in the movie industry they're pushing 3D and when we were watching the action scenes it seemed like all of the action, uh, the frame rate of mm-hmm. the video seemed to just chop. It seemed yes. like it went down to just like choppy staccato, I don't know, 10 frames per second action. So it made it very hard to see what was going on. And uh, I've seen some YouTube clips of some of the scenes that we were looking at. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it also has that shaky camera thing going on. So Even in you, regular mode. In regular mode. So okay. if you add shaky camera mode and then bring it down to 10 frames per second, that basically makes it confusing muck. And that's why it was so hard for us to tell what was going on is because the thing is shifting so much, the mm-hmm. camera's moving back and forth so quickly, and uh, you're only getting pieces of frames between all of that bouncing around. So it gets really, really messy and really hard to see. So compared to regular, the 3D is much slower frame rate. I think so. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, the okay. YouTube... Like, it's like uh, when we saw that second James Bond movie, the quantum one, that whole intro okay. with the car scene and then the two guys in the suits. You got James Bond and the villain. Right. Yeah. And you couldn't tell who was who because mm-hmm. the camera was so shaky. Mm-hmm. And they're both it in was dark like, suits. It was like that, except they added in the 3D, which just made it really choppy and it made it even harder to tell what's going on. Interesting. Uh, not not great. I, don't, I am not a fan of 3D at all. I, I found it distracting. I found it... Uh, gimmicky like mm-hmm. just constantly it's like look at all the stuff that's in the foreground or even mm-hmm. just in the conversation it's like you're in the front I'm in the back isn't that cool and mm-hmm. it's like no no it's not yeah and it kind of loses some of its like s- cinematography like you you're not getting as much uh, art from just like the the what you can do with a camera because you're so focused on these like gimmicky sense of 3d space you're not getting a full image anymore Mm -hmm. i don't get it well it's here and it seems to stick yeah it seems to have stuck oh what i was gonna say sorry the i was gonna say the parallels Mm -hmm. it's funny because uh in the gaming world Mm -hmm. the video game world they're all about frame rates now. Okay. Like people are constantly complaining about resolution and frame rate. Like that's the big thing now with video games is like, oh, does this run at 1080p and 60 frames per second? Because otherwise it's a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. And it's like that movie was running at 10 mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> Nothing near anything. And it's like 30 frames per second now in a video game is like considered a bit of a failure. And it's like, wow, wow that's like imperceivable and nice and that's what i was thinking about when i was watching this like this would people on their high-tech pcs right now would just be like i don't know why i go out i'm just staying at home (laughs) i can pirate this and it'd be in a better better shape than anything Mm -hmm. anyway mini rant aside anything else we want to talk about this week (laughs) i think that pretty much covers the uh, stuff that uh happened this week 
I, I need to give a shout out to Uncharted 4. Okay, yes. Yeah, I picked that up on Tuesday as well. And it was kind of frustrating because it's a big release from Sony. It's, one of, it's actually their biggest franchise, I think. It's their big push for the PlayStation over Microsoft's Halo or Gears of War series, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's their franchise. And I got on release day, but we went out to see a movie on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday. Dinner with your folks. Dinner with my and folks. And the Raptors game. Raptors game. Thursday, I think I finally got to play a bit of it. And then there was a band thing too. Mm-hmm. So it was like, didn't really get to look at it. And the whole time I was worried spoilers like the internet is so terrible and it's like this is the last in the in the series it's like ah oh, the internet's gonna ruin it for me so mm-hmm. i kind of had to rush through it um and maybe that ruined my enjoyment of it but uh it's good it's a good game funny nice. enough i think the frame rate was a little bit low on it oh nice in certain scenes <laughs> felt myself getting a little dizzy which is weird. Oh, weird i never get that way but yeah when I would do like uh, pan arounds, like spin the camera around, it was like, mm-hmm. so, oh, it doesn't look right. I feel a little, ugh. Oh, man. Anyway, I recommend it, though. It's gorgeous. Cool. Now we can move on. Excellent. Road trips. Road trips. Woo! Uh, yeah, this topic came up because I was making a trip to visit my grandparents, and I thought, hey, Pete and I have done a couple of uh, cool road trips, the two of us, and I think road trips were a lot of a big part of our growing up vacation experiences. Certainly like growing like, up on our own or growing up together? Growing up on our own. Mm. Certainly like road trips to the cottage oh, is yeah. what I'm thinking mainly. Um, so yeah, I thought we'd uh, discuss some really cool places we've been. All right. Do that. What do you got? Yeah. Start us off. Uh, well, let's do like our big road trip. Which oh, that we did together. Super amazing. Yeah, that we did together. Yeah, so it all started off, we went to uh, Vancouver, which is Mm -hmm. where my parents lived Mm -hmm. at the time. They've since moved. Um, But we were also catching my cousin's wedding because it worked out well with the timing and it was really, really quite nice. They got married at UBC and uh, it was kind of low key, even Mm -hmm. though, I mean, that's a nice place, but I mean, it wasn't decked to ridiculous amounts it was pretty small wedding too yes and really i think it was just the you know the location that was kind of a nice part of it is it was on this big green field piece of land yeah well you might not remember but it was it was raining a lot that day yeah i remember but it was kind of a sun sunny rain i mean as far as like vancouver weather goes it was pretty nice day Mm mm-hmm but, I mean, much like our wedding, our wedding was in a blizzard, so I'm not <laughs> one to talk. But uh, it, was, it had a certain magical thing to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked it. Like, they did, they did photos with umbrellas that were really stylized and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. And it's like, you just work with it, and mm-hmm. it's something cool. And I, I love our wedding photo with, like, all the snow everywhere. It looks awesome. So, mm-hmm. very magical, very cool, very nice wedding. Yeah, so that's where we started, uh, Is was in Vancouver for the wedding. And then I have always wanted to make a road trip to the um, Japanese-Canadian internment museum, internment camp. In New Denver. Yeah, they call it the Nikkei internment memorial site, I believe. Uh, in New Denver, British Columbia, which is smack dab in the interior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to drive through a lot of mountains. It takes about eight hours to get there if you drew, drove it start to finish from Vancouver, I think. We broke it up into yeah, pieces. That wasn't our first. We had a stop in... Uh, Kelowna. 
Yeah, Kelowna, but、mm-hmm. it's more known as what's the touristy name for it? Okanaga? Yeah, the Okanagan Valley. Okanagan Springs and stuff.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that was our first stop. That was kind of cool.、Um, that was when we first, or I first realized hey, everywhere we're staying, there's going to be swimming pools and hot tubs and stuff. Like, Let's, mm-hmm. let's enjoy this trip. Did you bring your bathing suit? No,、mm-hmm. I didn't either. Yep. Let's buy some. And then we just pulled into a winner's and like grabbed what we could, which was not great, but it, it did it. Did it for the trip. Yeah. But that was fun, actually.、Mm-hmm. That was nice to be able to kind of chill out in all these random hotels. Yeah. And just the、uh, scenery in British Columbia、wow. is gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. It、oh. was just. Eight hours of mountains、We、and、should. lakes and trees and amazingness. Yeah, incredible inclines. And we should mention、oh, yeah. the car、mm-hmm. that we rented.、Mm-hmm. It was a Chevy Spark, correct? Yep. yep. Now, a Chevy Spark, if you're not familiar and aren't Googling it right now, is essentially about the same size as a smart car. It's a little bigger, but not by much. It's yeah, a backseat. But you know what? I think smart cars got more horsepower in them. Maybe. Because they're designed by, like, I think the same guys as Mini or、Mercedes. Audi or Mercedes. Yeah, so guys who make good engines. So、mm-hmm. I don't know. That thing, man, you were putting the pedal right <laughs> to the ground and you're just going <laughs> yep. up that hill and you're like, does, does that sound right? And it was like, we turn down the volume on everything. It's just like, it's revving like crazy. And it's like, and tr- we're bar- logging and the, trucks are logging passing trucks us. Logging trucks are passing us because it's like, you guys are slow. And it was lime green. So it's not、yeah. like we could kind of camouflage into the background. We were this well, ridiculous teeny tiny car trying to go through the mountains. Well, that's good. At least no big trucks ran over us then. That's true. But it was hardy. The car got us through the whole trip. It did. But do you、mm. remember the tire thing too? Of course. Why are you saying, do you remember this? Yes. <laughs> that was an important milestone in the it's trip. Just, it's lovely to sort of like, we're going to put these little things in here so we don't forget. And it's like. I know. Yeah. Of course, I remember. Yeah, so <laughs> the all, the, all of the、uh, changes in inclines and changes in、uh, levels going from elevation. Yeah, elevation, that's the word. Thank you. Going from a low area like Vancouver. Yeah, or the, the Okanagan Valley. Going all the way back to the top of the mountains, and、mm-hmm. we go down a bit. And、uh, I forget what that little town is that we stopped in. On the way, but that's when like the tire light came on and we actually stopped and we were looking at it. And it was like, no, the pressure's the pressure's good and the light's going crazy and there's no way to really check it. But I mean, I'm pretty sure that this has to do with all the changes in elevation because、mm-hmm. that makes total sense.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt that in my head. Yeah. Even. That's pretty crazy. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I was a little bit freaky, thinking that our tires could blow out at any moment. Yes, and we're in very rural areas. In the interior of BC, there aren't a lot of big towns.、Yeah. So you're often driving in the middle of forest mountains without having seen any sign of civilization. True.、Um, so if you got stuck, you're kind of wondering, well, I guess we just follow the road until we found someone or something. Like, yeah, well, 80% of the time. Maybe 85, maybe 90, I did have a cell signal.、Yeah. There were some parts, like, especially、mm-hmm. at the highest, highest peaks,、mm-hmm. when we were getting in those areas where there was like, nothing except it looked like wide forest clearing,、yep. which was really kind of crazy. And yeah, there was nothing there.、Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit scary, but also very majestic. 
Yes. I got to say that New Denver, where my dad spent the first few years of his life, even though he's in an internment camp, it is a beautiful setting. Yeah. Like, holy cow, with that lake and the mountains. That beautiful lake. It's gorgeous. That he he never learned to swim in. Yes. I later found out there was probably a bit of a traumatic experience when he was young learning how to swim, and that's probably Uh, why he never learned fully, but... That makes sense. It's beautiful. Um, Yeah, so then from there, we drove to um, the Kootenay National Park and Banff. Kootenay. Yeah, and I would say that was also a really cool part of the trip because we're going from a very mountainous area to a very flat Mm -hmm. area. Um, And then there was that part in the Kootenays where it was just a huge stretch of highway and there was like thousands of deer on the side of the road. And one bear. And a bear. And we saw a black bear on a hill too. Isn't that also near where all those mountain goats were? And you're like, look at all these cool mountain goat statues. And like, honey, those... They're real. Those are real. And, and like I'm you like, drove what? like right up, right up to him. I was like, no, no. Oh, oh yeah. It, then it moved. Yeah. We got really close to that thing. That probably was not a good call, but it didn't do anything at least. No. And at least we weren't irresponsible with the bear. We just oh drove goodness. by the bear. Yeah, yeah. Someone don't. asked me, where's the picture? And I'm like, I wasn't about to stop in the middle no, of a road. That's the dumbest thing people do. <laughs> to try and get a picture of a black bear. If you see a bear, just go, cool, that's a bear and move on. Ah, uh, yeah. Get going. <laughs> Get going out of there. Um, yeah, and also on that trip, we hit uh, Drumheller, Alberta. Once we got into Alberta, which is the site of the Royal Terrell Dinosaur Museum. Oh, yeah. Which was also a really cool site. I think by that point, we had gotten our fill of mountains, and we were driving to Edmonton, because a, yep. a friend of mine lived there. That was our next stop. Yeah, and we wanted the quickest route to get there. We could have done the Was ice fields. Quicker? Yes, we could have done the ice fields parkway, and that would have taken another six to eight hours. And we were like, "Nope." Uh, I thought it was the opposite. I thought if we had gone through like the outskirts of Calgary, we would have gotten there faster. But it's like, no. Nope. When are we ever going to see this again? We could have gone done more mountain more and gone over top and skipped Calgary and Drumheller and gotten to Edmonton. We went uh, along the bottom and then okay. up, straight up. Mm-hmm. Again, very interesting because you get into the prairies. Uh, yeah, but that was weird prairies. That was like, uh, that was like 1960s Star Trek. That's where like they film everything. It looks like for alien planets. I could just imagine Captain Kirk running around or, uh, that comedy we watched recently, Galaxy Quest, Mm -hmm. that, that scenario with all those weird shaped rocks and the reddish orangey thing. It almost doesn't seem like earth anymore. Are you talking about drama? From Heller, from Heller in specific. Okay. Okay. It just, it seemed oh, no, it has, different from anything it I'd ever seen. It is a completely different landscape. Yeah. I'm talking about like the prairie, prairie part where it was all oh, flat for well, like that was two hours. Yeah. That was boring. Yeah. Been there, seen that. I've been to Regina. No, but Drumheller is quite, and it kind of comes out of nowhere. You're just kind of driving along this prairie and, and then, then you, boom, you're and then the you hit Drumheller and you're like, what are these formations? Yeah. It's really weird. It is. It's got a very alien, strange look to it. Um, but very cool and a lot of cool dinosaurs come out of there. Yeah. So I guess it's all Mm -hmm. deep in 
dug out just because they're doing a lot of diggings on site there? Is that why? Like, or is that really just the formation of the land? I think that's part of the formation of the land. And Hmm. the way that land was formed made it more prone to have to yeah. find really well-preserved fossils. It's also, um, it was really red though, right? Yep. Like it was a different, it was a very different color. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And super windy. We have a picture where my hair is like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could have been just the day, but yeah, it, the whole the whole package mm-hmm. of it was very eerie and very interesting. Mm-hmm. Museum was cool too, but that, that whole area around it was rather fascinating. Yeah. So that essentially was our BC trip. After that, it was kind of prairies. Yeah, but Edmonton was pretty to crazy Edmonton. too. Edmonton was like one of the most illogical cities to drive in. We've ever mm-hmm. yeah, driven in. We so. basically had my friend drive us around after that. Yeah, but even then, like as a passenger, it was like, how do you know? Like, there's like three bridges. One of them was closed for construction, mm-hmm. and they're like one way sometimes, and. Well, if you live and there, like, you figure it out eventually. I guess so, but I mean, we're so, I'm so used to living in a grid, right? Like Toronto mm-hmm. is like the most, I don't know how people get lost here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only place that you could get less lost in is maybe New York because the streets are numbered. Yeah. And it's like, I need to get to 18. I'm at 21. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. It's like, well, just go in a direction. If it's counting up, you're going the wrong way. Like go the other way. Boom, done. Yeah. But like these grid cities, like it, it makes it really simple to get around, even with one-way streets. But Edmonton, I will remember with that that weird river that just runs right through it, and mm-hmm. top side, south side. I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know. It seemed like there's always a lot of traffic, and you couldn't get anywhere, and it was hard to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Was my what I took away from it for mm-hmm. two days worth of going around. <laughs> Not saying much, but. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if anyone's in Edmonton and listening to this, they can agree with me or don't send mm-hmm. me an email <laughs> or an podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Good plug. Yes. It was fun though. We went to the zoo and they have an elephant named Lucy. Oh, and he was wandering around. Yep. They just walk her around. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- that was another s- scenario, much like a bear though, where these kids were excited and they got really, mm-hmm. really, really close. Mm-hmm. And they're like jumping over fences to come see the elephant. And I'm like, come on, parents. Like, it's cool that there's an elephant. Walking freely around, but not enclosed. You don't need to like get in front of it or get stomped on to enjoy an elephant. Yes. I think the staff person eventually was like, um. (laughs) Can you take your kids? Sir, sir, can you take your kids, please? Sir. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, children. Mm -hmm. It was a cool trip. But that was the trip. That was a pretty good trip. Mm-hmm. If we want to go old school, mm-hmm. you did remind me. We did do a lot of road trips, my family. Yep. Uh, certainly to the cottage. We had one out in Kingston. Um, and when we lived in Toronto, it still took us a good three hours. And then we moved a little further north of Toronto, and it took us probably four hours to get there. It seemed like forever. But we would go like every weekend in the summer which was pretty awesome. Um, But also one of the things we did is uh, for a few years in a row, uh, my parents got like a timeshare in Florida and we drove to Florida. So we would do the whole trip because I guess, you know, plane tickets, expensive. Yeah, especially for five. So we're (laughs) timeshares, but somehow we ended up in one of those. And uh, 
I think even one of the years was before having a timeshare. I think my grandparents just had a, they had a mobile home and they would always go down there. So we'd go down, oh, meet them, camp out, whatever. It'd mm-hmm. be like going to the cottage, but hey, you could go to the Epcot Center, Epcot mm-hmm. Center and also camp. And probably when it was cold in Canada, so it was warm down there. Yeah, I can't remember when when we would. I feel like we would have done it around summer, just because we'd be in school, right? This is a long time ago. Yeah, but what about like March break and stuff? Maybe it was March break, but you think that'd be a busy time to go? Well, yeah, but it's March break, and your dad has it off, and you guys all have it off. That's true. That covers a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Either way. It happened, and it was really cool. And I remember one year, it was really fun because uh, we actually had our family, my two brothers, my parents, and myself, going down. And we also had my uh, cousin's family, we were really close with, um, the two of them, and uh, their parents, as well as their two young, the what are they called, stepbrothers? Married into? Whatever. Anyway, stepcousins, whatever it is all coming down as well. And we purchased like walkie talkies. So we were talking with each nice. other yeah. the whole trip down or at any, you know, rest stop or whatever. We would switch cars and things just to keep it fresh. And it was kind of a fun way to uh, make the trip more fun. And I'm, I think we also did like a radio show or something probably back in the day. This is awesome. You know, this is like the eighties, maybe early nineties, mm, probably late eighties. So, you know, you had a tape recorder and it's like, what are you going to do for, I don't know, 10 hours a day of driving in mm-hmm. a car? It's like, well, let's just come up with some personalities and record them on a tape player. And yeah, speak on walkie talkies. You are reminding me mm. of a road trip that we took with the Tanaka family that we're really close to where we went to PEI mm. altogether. That was a road trip too. Um, yeah, same sort of deal. I don't remember if we had walkie talkies in the car. I know at some point we had them, so it might have been for that trip. Uh, but definitely, like, I think we stayed in our own cars, but definitely at the, we stopped and stayed overnight somewhere in Quebec and then went the rest of the way the next day. So it was a two-day trip. And uh, just a lot of fun to do a road trip with another family. Yeah. I mean, when mm-hmm. you're kids, it's kind of magical in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because if you think about maybe how kids are now. I don't know how much they would like that. Like I've been speaking with uh, my coworker and he's got three boys who are about 10, 11. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he's like, Hey, we're going out for dinner. Yep. And they're always like, Ugh. really? Why? They don't, do we have to, why don't they like it? And then it's like the next follow up question is, do they have Wi-Fi? So really, if they can't They just want to keep playing on their iPads and just hanging out with their internet and whatever. It's like, oh, we have to leave. What about family bonding over dinner? No. No, it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's a brave new world. Mm -hmm. I hope we can pull it off, Dee. Well, I'll be pulling it off. The children? There will be no TV or cell phones. Well, you know what? At the table. They kind of do their own thing. Any parent right now is laughing at you, saying, yes. "Yeah, you're gonna make you're gonna make it do what you want, make huh?" All the rules, la la la. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like you said, I I had a blast. I don't mm-hmm. think we were a problem, kids, but 
we we had a lot of fun with it. I think now when kids go on road trips, they just have their portable DVD players that are screwed into the back of the headrest of the driver and yeah, passenger. Yeah, my brother has that. So they're just Duh, watching a movie. Zombie. Yeah, no scenery. Mm-hmm. None of that. Mm-hmm. Too bad. Too, too bad. Because I have... Um, we would go to my grandparents a lot and rent a cottage near where my grandparents were in uh, near Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And that whole drive after about like Kingston, it's the Canadian Shield. So some of the, ro- the road is um, going right through like hard rock, bedrock mm-hmm. that's been dynamited. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of that near so, uh, going um, up to my cottage too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just really cool geography. Yeah, you know, another thing is, I wonder, sorry to go on this tangent again about kids, but I remember being like a teenager and when you first, you or your friends got like a license, Mm -hmm. being able to just go on those road trips. And and for me, it was just me and the buddies going up to a cottage. It wasn't my cottage, it was a friend's cottage. Mm -hmm. But that, that liberty of just getting away for a weekend was just it was so magical and even the trips like you got all your tunes and you just mm-hmm. you just blare them and you're you're driving and it's just like yeah it's really exciting yeah that is something there's certain songs for you that yeah. just scream road trip this, to the cottage this right reminds me yeah summer mm-hmm. for sure 1996 yeah yep yeah i've done a few road trips uh some of my friends lived out of town uh, so we've done road trips to the St. Catharines area, um, which is I don't think of that as a road fun. trip. I know, but I don't know. There's When I feel like there's five people in a car and you're driving for more than 20 minutes, I'm going to call that road trip. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I did take a trip to Montreal, but that was just me by myself on a train. So I don't really call that a road trip. It was it was a visit. So I'm going to share I'm going to share a story with you. This okay. is going to this is going to uh, break that that theme. I once did a road trip of one one person. Uh, oh no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I forget exactly what was going on. I think I was probably nineteen, maybe twenty. I think it was oh somewhere around that time. It was after high school, but somewhere in between my different universities. Mm-hmm. And I was working full time at uh, Tim Hortons as a baker for mm-hmm. the summer. And I had a day off, but I was going through something, some kind of a, I don't know, a life problem or something. And I told my parents I was still working. And I always started at like 5 a.m. Okay. So I got the car. I was able to borrow the car, but I didn't actually have to go to work. And so what I decided to do was just drive. And I drove west, I think as far as London. Wow. I think I went all the way to London, but I stopped off. In some places, I stopped off at Woodstock. Okay, I remember going to a park there. I think I carved my initials into a picnic table. <laughs> uh, I went to Guelph. I passed by the university, and then I think I went. You were all over the place because Guelph went... is very far from the highway. So, okay, maybe I just maybe I bit. maybe I just passed the sign and and just like peeped in and then peeped back out. Okay, but basically, I filled like a nine-hour shift going as far nice. as west until it was like okay it's been four and a half hours yeah i should probably turn go around and now. go back and then i went right back so it was sort of a uh cleansing i don't know solo trip it was sort of like that movie one week with josh jackson but way more car- 
compartmentalized okay. and I didn't have cancer. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good moment. Nice. And I just came back and was like, how was your shift? It's like, oh, it's it good. That is a thing. Uh, I know my grandparents will sometimes say, hey, do you want to go for a drive today? Yeah, they love going for drives. They do. I mean, when you're old and you can't walk all over the place or you're in a small town and the bridge isn't that night, you just, you know, you go for a nice drive in the country and maybe reminisce and stop off someplace for tea. And Yeah, that makes sense in Mm -hmm. small towns, but like... If you're living in the city, let's go for a drive sounds like the worst idea possible. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, no. <laughs> no, let's not. It's a country thing. Going let's for a drive. uh let's just like let's just take a walk in the park or something. Mm-hmm. Let's not let's not go in a car. No. That's the last thing I want to do. Definitely not so much traffic. But yeah. All the time. Yeah. So those are some nice road trips. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's a good topic. Good call, T. Nice. Thank you. Um, I don't know what we'll do next time, but I'm sure it'll be a fun surprise as always. Definitely. We got some good activities coming up. Like? This week. I'm playing in a hockey tournament. Oh, not just any hockey tournament. It is an Asian hockey tournament, which I have uh, confirmed with someone who is of Indian descent. It's not all Asia. It's like the Oriental, like Far East Asia. Oh, they're not accepting Indians? Uh, Apparently not. Wait, they're not in it? Uh, yeah, no. Oh. Or they don't count. It's so racist. I think the tournament, you can view it as racist, or I think the tournament is meant to encourage hockey in a population of people who have not previously had, you know, a lot of, like, there's no Asian hockey player in the NHL. Or there are yeah. part Asians in the NHL, but they're not very numerous. So I think it's to encourage hockey in those players. And your team is allowed to have non-Asian players. They just would like the majority to be Asian in some way. That's such a weird thing that Canada does. We're just so multicultural and inclusive and, and so exclusive at the exact same time. I don't, with I don't our think they're going to turn away people. This towns and it's like, yeah, we're all living together, but we're not. I'm going to live over here and you can go live over there. But we can go to Chinatown. And experience all that culture. Yeah. And then go to little India and experience all that culture. Yeah. So I can see the good, the good. And the oh, sure. It's like, expensive. yeah, you can travel the world within one city. Anyways, so I have that next weekend. Um, sounds like we've got an invitation to a barbecue because it's the long weekend. Sweet. Weather's getting good. So, yes. And hopefully the weather will be nice. And to bring it all around, we got the third round with the Raptors. We'll see how that goes. Yes. We'll have an update of the first. Game or two, two? three, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, sounds good. And maybe next time we'll have an update on Lego Movie Video Game. Yes, it's been a while since we played that. Yes, it was a busy week this week, so it didn't didn't quite get to video games. Maybe you can chase some more pigs and scream. Get the pig! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I guess we'll just uh, do our little wind down here. Yes, with that, you already mentioned our email. Our website is ordinaryday.ca. You can find all of our episodes there. Pete has done a very good job of keeping it updated. And uh, as every week, we like to thank Field Processor uh, for our intro and outro music. And Field Processor has a new episode out this week. They also do podcasts. Yeah. Uh, So you can check them out at fieldprocessor.com. It was an arduous task making this one. So check it out. 
Definitely. Well, until next time. This sentence is so appropriate for this topic. <laughs> On your next road trip, take one more for, for the, the road. road. Yeah.